And for that, we welcome in Pierre Ferragou, Managing Partner, New Street Research. Pierre, I'm glad you're here because you're going to be talking about a big sell rating that had everybody scratching their heads. Tom White are here at TD Ameritrade. will be trading that stock in a little bit, folks, so stand by for that. But first, I got to hear from Pierre. Why the downgrade? Thanks for having me. And uh, yes, yeah, so why, why the downgrade? Uh, um, such a successful company and uh, a very broadly owned and very large stock. Uh, well, it's uh, it's actually um, really a result of the exceptional success of Apple in the last 12 months. So what we've seen uh, during the pandemic um, is Apple introducing the, the iPhone 12, very successful, first 5G iPhone, very well received by, uh, by consumers. At the same time, Across the world, affluent consumers uh, have been stuck at home largely, not spending much money on travel or on restaurants, and they've been spending a lot of money on high-end consumer electronics. And of course, uh, 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 the iPhone benefited from that very, very strongly. So the bottom line is that in 2021, this year, in the financial year, Apple is probably going to ship 230 million iPhones, if not more. That's going to be a near record year. and. What's interesting is that this is happening with like a user base that is not evolving that much. It's growing, you know, in in single digits. And if you look at people who actually buy first-hand iPhones, um, these these first-hand iPhones is probably an install base growing in low single digits. So when you have a very strong year, what does that mean? That means you have way more people in the market with very very new iPhones and less people in the market with older iPhones. And that means the next year. You, you will have a harder time finding people uh, willing to buy iPhones. And, and that's really our concern. We think after the very strong year they've had this year, Apple is probably going to have like a much um, uh, lower year. And we, we expect Apple to ship less than 200 million units in, uh, in fiscal 2022. And consensus expectations today is for actually gross year over year between 21 and 22. So, so we think the market will realize at some point these expectations are too high. Um, uh, earnings estimates, earnings uh, expectations, we have to revise down. And that's where we see the stock underperforming. I see exactly where you're coming from. I mean, I think the pandemic brought a lot of optimism and a lot of sales for things like electronics, right? And and that makes mm -hmm. sense, what we saw at home and, and Zoom video and DocuSign and Teladoc and things that we were doing at home. And, and I think that the Apple story, as you said, everybody was uh, rushing for Apple products. So is this a temporary pause in your book based on behavior that maybe now people will be spending on things like travel and restaurants and things like that? Um, for six or 12 months? And then could you at any time go from that sell rating up to a hold or a buy? Um, yeah, so uh, very clearly, this game of um, iPhone sales, uh, having to get back to the mean very rapidly because the install base is, is what it is, uh, tends to be a very, relatively short-term movement. It's like one year out. So, if you have a very strong year, the next year has good, a good chance to be uh, a very weak year. But then after a very weak year, you have a good chance to have a strong year again. So very clearly, it's a very cyclical call. And, and from that perspective, it's a very uh, you know, near term, like 12 months horizon kind of, uh, kind of call at, uh, at most. If you look at Apple beyond that, I think you have a lot of very interesting things happening. The first one is 
the way Apple is broadening its portfolio, uh, its hardware portfolio, its portfolio of products uh, to get us closer to uh, extended reality, like augmented reality and virtual reality becoming things that uh, become easier to integrate in our lives. Uh, and, and I think that's obviously a very, very strong opportunity for the firm. Now, based you know, on where things stand today, I think it's a, it's a two, two to three year kind of, uh, 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 on a two to three year horizon that we will see these things playing out uh, and Apple really benefiting. So of course, if, if in the next 12 months, Apple, the stock pulls back significantly because expectations on today's yeah. business, on the iPhone business is coming down, that creates an opportunity uh, to consider the longer term picture. And then the second thing I'm actually yeah. very, very excited about as a Tesla analyst, I, I spend a lot of time working on Tesla. Um, yes. It's actually this idea that there is a car opportunity. We know that doing an electric car is tough. Uh, traditional car manufacturers have a hard time doing them. And that's an area where Apple probably could, could catch an opportunity. So there is an opportunity ah. there that is even longer term, like three to five years. Uh, it's still very, oh. very, you know, uh, uh, early stages, but but I think that's something that will become something we need to consider when looking at Apple for the long run. Okay. Yeah. You know, hearing it from you that Apple really could make a car, and we can hear more about it in three to five years, makes me feel a little better about the prospect that it really is possible. And you mentioned Tesla. This is something that you discuss and follow very closely, Elon Musk tweeting Sunday, they've canceled plans for the Model S Plaid Plus. I don't know how important that really is. Um, you know, it's below 600 bucks, not seeing that 900 high anytime soon. Um, it's been a tough run for some of the Tesla shareholders. Are you a big believer in Tesla? Where does it go from here? Yes, I do. And uh, I actually think Tesla will, will uh, uh, is, in, uh, is in a very good shape. And I expect the stock actually to uh, uh, to turn around and to to, to get back to its highs uh, on similarly on the on the 12 months horizon, uh, very simply because um, you know that's the way Tesla develops. They go from a period of like expansion to a period of like you know putting more assets in the ground to go to the next stage of extension, and, and that's really where we are today. If you take a step back, it's what's happening at Tesla is fairly amazing. Uh, they're ramping a very large factory in China. Uh, they are coming yeah. closer and closer to completion for a very large factory in Berlin. What is and your target they, they on Tesla? They are moving very fast. It's actually nine hundred dollars. Yeah. I think that's where the stock should be uh, should be fairly valued uh, over the next year. And so these things will play out this year. It's very complicated. It's difficult. You have a lot of uh, supply constraints and and um, uh, and things like that. But I'm still convinced that. Tesla has a unique model. They, they do things other car manufacturers oh. can't do. Um, they, they produce these exceptional electric cars at, uh, with an exceptional cost base, very, very strong profitability. Uh, they're very nimble. They actually innovate very rapidly. Like you mentioned, you know, the, the, the plate plus being canceled. Um, that's another, you know, uh, example of how flexible Tesla can be. Right. Uh, they plan to have like a, a plus model. They realize their base model is so good that creating the plus is, is not going to be the right, you know, uh, is not the right okay. business decision. They, they can make a decision like that just over Twitter. That, that's very, very unique for a car manufacturer, of course.